Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I had someone ask me the other day about implementing a new business strategy or a new something, right, in their business a new line, a new product, a new service, how would they go about implementing that? Or what would that look like? What would I recommend? So I've been thinking about it, and I thought, well, you know, why not talk about it here? There are so many parts to implementing something new in your business. And so I was a little hesitant to do this episode because there's no way that I could probably hit all the pieces. Now, I'm going to try to hit the big ones, But inherently, there's going to be some things that you're going to think about as you're listening to me or as you go forward and and implement new whatevers in your business, right? Um, And you're going to find some pieces that I may have forgotten. And so keep that in mind as we go through this. These are some of the things that I think about when I'm trying to start something new. And so let me lay it on you at least just to get your mind going and you to be thinking about, I don't know, some of the pieces that fall into place when you're going through an implementation. And maybe my list and the things that come to mind will help, you know, catch a couple of things that maybe you've forgotten, right? So that maybe together between my suggestions and your your ideas, you'll have the full picture. How about that? Okay, so with implementation, you know, the first thing that I think about is the fact that I actually have to go through managing a project and putting all the pieces together before I can implement anything. Right. I have to know what I'm going to put into place. And so if you are lucky enough to have someone who can be a project manager, I would strongly recommend that you do that. Now, if it's something super small, like making a small adjustment in your business, it's perfectly fine. Okay, but if you're starting a brand new line in your business, a brand new product, a totally brand new service. okay, I would really recommend that you have someone manage this project because That's what it is. It is a project. And when you have someone that manages the project, their responsibility is to simply ensure that all of the right questions are asked. Everything is documented. There's a timeline and a path to follow. Because when you are going to implement a a project or something new, it's like moving into a new house. Well, how do you move into a new house? Well, the first thing is that you have to build the house. So your project manager is making sure the house is being built before you move in, okay? Right? Think about it that way. Your internal project manager is making sure the house is being built and it's built correctly before you move into it. Fair enough? Okay. So if you have a project manager, then they're going to sit down and the first thing that you need to do is you've got to talk about what is it that we are trying to accomplish, You have to start with your end in mind. What is, you know, what does it look like when you reach this endpoint, when you implement this new whatever, what does that look like? Okay, well, you know, I'm going to start this brand new line in my business and it's going to be a new service. It's going to serve these people. Um, Here's the offering. Here's how much it's going to cost. Here's the team that has to be engaged. Here's how long it's going to take us to provide that service, right? What does it look like? And then if once you can, once you can decide and you determine what that endpoint looks like, 
you then need to decide all of the teams in your organization have to play a part, right? So it, it would definitely be operations. You may need HR to hire new people and train them, right? You may need your training team. You're going to have to have marketing because you're going to advertise your new line. Um, you're going to probably have, you know, IT or IS come in and build some new software functionality to go with it. Or, you know, you may have designers on, online that go through and add a new click funnel for you or a new page on your web page. You know, there's all types of things. So and that's what your project manager does is they take your endpoint and they say, OK, well, who has to be involved in getting us to this endpoint? So then they make sure that every group is involved. OK, then you start to lay out every task that the group owns. Because what you want to be able to do and what you want to have your project manager do is give the, the, each team their responsibilities that they are supposed to go and solve for and come back and present and share. And each person, right, each team within your organization has a piece of this puzzle. You've already said what the puzzle is supposed to look like at the end. We've already looked at the box. All right. And now you've divvied up the pieces of the puzzle. And so everyone is supposed to go and take their three or four pieces and put them together into a tiny little section of puzzle. And then they're supposed to come back to your larger meeting and make sure that their pieces all fit together such that as a total team, your puzzle is finished. It's really what it's about. Okay. But as they're putting together those puzzle pieces, they've got to be thinking about, you know, how they can replicate the activity in their group. Whatever it is, right? If they're if you're offering a new service, whoever's actually going to be performing the service, how do they replicate that? What does that look like? They're going to have to put SOPs in place. How do I replicate this service, right? And how do I replicate it? And how does Jane replicate it? And how does John replicate it? But we do it all the same. That's what an SOP ensures, right? So we've got to have some documentation. So you're probably going to have, you know, quality or compliance or one of those teams come in and, you know, help with that piece. Right. So there's a lot of moving parts that, that go into place before we just jump into implementation. And, you know, I did uh, an episode fairly recently. It was talking about, you know, Abraham Lincoln and my favorite quote about planning. If you have eight hours to chop down a tree, you need to spend the first six sharpening your axe, right? That's what Abraham Lincoln said he would do, which means he's going to plan. He's going to prepare before he goes and actually takes action. That's what you have to do in implementation. The bulk of your time is actually spent putting together the program, the, the whatever that's new. Okay? Now. The other part of this is that you may not be able to test some of these pieces until you actually go live. Hopefully you can. If it's a service, you could probably test it, create a, a founder's program and test it on some current, um, some current clients. If it's a brand new product, you may be able to serve a, you know, survey rather your current customers or clients and ask them if they'd be interested in this new product or what it would look like and get some feedback. That would be very valuable to you to make sure you're going down the right path. But ultimately, you're not going to be able to test everything until you actually launch and go live. And so you need to create a, a list of risks, okay? What would happen if you go live and you can't deliver the service anymore? Something happened with your team. 
or the laws change or we go through like what we just we're going through right now with COVID. Maybe you have a, a brick and mortar and, you know, you need to be able to provide this product to someone face to face. What you know, what would your backup plan be? You've got to through this project uh, and, and program creation process, you have to think of all the risks. Okay, you, you've got to have everyone involved. You've got to have everyone owning their piece. You have everyone problem solving for the piece that they own. But you've also got to be thinking about, okay, what are all the risks that can come into play? Because I've got to put in mitigation plans for every single one I can think of. Okay, one of the risks is no one's going to buy my new product. Right, and so that's why you do surveys. And, you know, do little teasers coming soon and you get people excited about what's coming, right? Marketing does some things that gets people excited about the new product because the biggest risk is that no one's going to buy it. And so how do you mitigate that? Right? So that's a lot of, like I said, I've been asked about implementation, but I don't even jump to how do I implement until I have all of the pieces of the house put together and the house is ready to move in. Because implementation to me is moving into the house. And I, I can't move into a house that's not even been built yet. So build the house. Chop down, you know, prepare, sharpen the axe before you chop down the tree. See if I can get that quote right. Man, that was a struggle. Um, think about that. What other pieces are we missing? So you've started with an idea. You want to do something new. What does that something new endpoint look like? In an ideal state, what does it look like? Okay. What teams need to be involved? What pieces does each team need to own? What are all the risks that could go into, you know, that could happen as you are developing this process or or product or service? What are the risks once you launch it? Because you've got to have some risk mitigation in there. What are all the policies, procedures, SOPs that need to go into place to be able to continue to produce the product or provide the service? And then the other thing that I would challenge you to think about is, you know, if you're going to do a pilot or a test of this service first, um, if you're going to do a launch of this product and you want to do it for a period of time, either way, that's a pilot of sorts. How long are you going to be in launch phase um, and offering a special price potentially? For the new product, how, you know, how long are you going to be in a pilot phase of, of testing the new service and seeing if people are interested? What's that time frame? How are you going to measure the results? What results are you going to measure? And when, what is your target for saying, okay, we have passed the pilot. It has been successful. Let's move forward to the next phase. All right. That's got to be part of your project planning. You can't do that once you have already launched because you're going to be emotional about it. You just are. I mean, you've spent months creating this, you know, this baby. This is your new baby in your business. And so you're going to be very emotional and, and you're going to want more or you're going to, either you're going to want more and it's doing really well and you're going to push it too hard and keep it in pilot phase too long. Or you could run the risk of keeping it in pilot phase even though it is not what your customer wants and you could be spending a lot of money that's not going to get you a return. You don't want to live in either one of those worlds. So before you implement and launch, decide what's phase one. What does that look like? If it's a pilot, what does that look like to you? Okay, it can even be phase zero, right? Some people call pilots phase zero. It's up to you. It's your company, your business. You call it whatever you want. 
right? The, the terminology doesn't matter. It's, it's the process that you're creating is what matters. Okay. So what are you measuring? What does good look like? When can you move forward or when should you, unfortunately, end the process or the program, whatever it is. And then, you know, what, what are you measuring? How long? And then what action will you take based on the results? And then you go to the next phase. So what's the next phase? Some people are building out a process uh, or a program that is so large and it's going to change the face of their company as they continue to build this out and they go through this project management process that they realize there's going to be so many changes to get to that end point that they have to do it in phases. A lot of us, you know, let's say that I just decided to create a new online course. Okay, let's use that as an example. Well, I'm not going to have to go into to a lot of phases because, you know, I'm going to create, I'm going to offer the course, meaning I'm going to ask for feedback from my current clients. What would they like to hear? What would they like to learn? What's important to them? I'm going to get that feedback because I want to make sure I'm going to offer something that my, my clients want, right? The people that I'm here to serve. And then I'm going to sit down and, and create a skeleton and pull that together. And then I'm, I'm going to, put the course together, I'm going to market it, I'm going to get it out there, and I'm going to continue to push it forward and educate people that it exists. There's not a whole lot of change there. Okay, but if you're creating a brand new, completely new business arm, not just a small service that already fits into your organization, but a completely new arm of your business, you're going to need phases for that because there's going to be so many moving parts if you're bolting on a new arm of your business to, to your current business, you may need to move headcount around. You may need to retrain new people and, and create brand new teams to go into that new arm of your business. As you continue to grow that new arm and create that new arm of the business, you may eliminate old teams because there's redundancies. Okay, and that can't all be done in a pilot or a phase one even. You may have five or six phases that span over a year, maybe over two years. And that's the other reason why if you're going to do something that large, you've got to have a project manager because that's a long project. And they've got to keep up with all those moving parts and, and keep an eye on those targets and what you're measuring. And is everything going the way we expected? And if it isn't, then do we really need to eliminate that team or do we still need the team, right? Did something happen that we didn't expect to happen that we couldn't have foreseen because we've never done this before, right? So that's why I'm saying you're going to need phases if it's really big. You probably just need two phases if it's small. Hey, let me pilot it, see if people are interested. Oh, I've gotten some bites. People are interested. Let me make a few tweaks based on their feedback. Boom, out to the full market. That's what I do if it's something pretty simple. If it's just something small that's more of an add-on to your current business, not a completely new business venture or a brand new arm of your business, it's going to probably equal what you're currently doing now. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to be reasonably vague in what I'm saying because I know each of you does something a little different in your business. And so if I can keep it vague enough, you can, in your mind, apply what I'm saying because you already you already have something in mind that you're thinking about in your business. And so you can naturally apply it without me derailing you with specifics. So I hope that's working for you. Um, 
All right, so after, after we've done all of this planning, we've gotten our endpoint, we know where we want to be, we've created all these phases, we've gotten everybody involved, then we can implement, then we can launch, then we can put it out there. And so each team has their responsibilities of what they need to have ready in order to be ready to go. And so your role, I would strongly recommend um, as the business owner or leader, is not to be the project manager. You cannot do that. Now, are you going to oversee the project manager? I would recommend engagement. Maybe they don't report to you, but I would recommend regular weekly meetings one-on-one -on -one with that project manager to get an update on where everyone is. Now, they should be leading meetings with the rest of your team. And the rest of your team needs to know that they have the authority to lead this project. And you've got to give them that authority. That's really important. Okay, but once that happens, you then need to decide, and everybody's a little bit different, you need to decide if you need to be present at all of those project meetings or if your touch base with your project manager is enough of an update for you. You may need to be in those meetings to give clear direction if people are running behind on timelines or if they're pushing back on this new program. Your project manager has the authority to push them forward to a degree, but it will only go so far. It's going to take you to go in and as the ultimate you know, owner and leader, and therefore inherently you have the most authority, so you've got to use that maybe in some instances. But you know your team. You've got to decide that. Establish your launch day. All of your hard work should come to fruition. Then you can implement and start all of your whatever that's new. New service, new product, or maybe even a brand new arm of your business. Okay, but you've got to do all the work on the background. So I know this was a long one. I hope this helped you as we go into uh, you know our recovery game plan. Maybe you are starting something brand new. And so hopefully this will help you think through all of those moving parts. Plan before you implement. That's my advice. You're not going to remember and catch everything. You're just not. We don't. None of us do. Okay? But that's why we tell our teams, hey, when we launch, we're going to be agile. We're going to pay attention to these metrics. We're going to stay super close to it for X number of weeks. You're going to look at it every single day. You want your team reporting back to you when you have these customers drop in to this business flow. And we're going to watch every bit of the process to make sure that it's working effectively. Nothing's broken. We can quickly fix it if our flow is broken because we're going to make this successful. Okay? That's your implementation. And that is so small relative to your project planning. I hope that your, uh, your recovery game plans are going well. I hope that your month of May is going well. And I appreciate you listening. Have a great day.